Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with your Daily VR Investing Podcast. Not a great day today in the markets. Uh, you know, here we had uh, yesterday Jay Powell's uh, uh, FOMC uh, uh, with the minutes, and we had his uh, presser, and he stuck to his script, did a great job. Uh, markets uh, reversed higher sharply as they realized that he wasn't, uh, he may not put his foot in his mouth this time, and he didn't. We, we give him uh, accolades for that. But it also just reminded us of the Federal Reserve and the history of the Federal Reserve. For example, during uh, Obama and Biden's eight years, the Federal Reserve raised rates one time. In the first two years of Trump's administration, the Federal Reserve raised rates eight times. And now yesterday, Jay Powell confirms that the Fed has no plans to raise rates until the end of 2023. Uh, you know, if you believe in pattern recognition and maybe just common sense, I think it's pretty safe to say uh, the Fed likes Democrat presidents more than Republican presidents. Uh, be that as it may, again, ugly day today. Let's start there. Dow Jones today down 153 points, just pretty much at the lows, closing at 32,862. Uh, our loser on the day was NASDAQ. It's not what you want to see. NASDAQ just looked, traded all day today like it had a weight around its neck, uh, closing down 409 points, essentially at its lows at 13,116. We would like to see that 13,000 level hold on the NASDAQ because that's where all the perma bears came out and started talking about the NASDAQ bear market was going to take down the uh, the rest of the stock market. So we'd like to have that level hold. Um and then also today, Rust 2000, again, not a good day. Almost uh, almost 3% losses in Rust 2000. Again, NASDAQ, Rust 2000 have been our market leaders from the depths of coronavirus insanity back in March of 2020. Uh, and uh, not good days today. And finally, SP 500 uh, losses 1.5%, closing at 39.15. You know, look, there's, um, there, there is a seasonality factor to this. Uh, March is a very good month to be long the markets. March and April, along with uh, uh, October, is either October, November, November, December, I forget. But March and April are two of the four most bullish months of the year. Uh, but there is this little window here, uh, just based on seasonality, going back to 1950, where beginning today through the next about four, tra- uh, uh, four trading days, we'll call it about a five-day window, where March historically has sold off and gone lower. I have no idea why that would be the case, but historically it has been the case. So that, that's it, it, This decline could be nothing more than that. But again, don't like seeing the NASDAQ trade lower with the weight around its neck. That's sometimes a tell. And we saw today from the semis as well, uh, semis today uh, down a big 3.5%. Again, you don't want to see semis lead the way lower or NASDAQ. Semi leads NASDAQ. NASDAQ leads the market and uh, so we want to see us reverse pretty soon. We actually think it will. Of course, a lot of the talk is around the 10-year. 10-year yields today hit a new 14-month high, closing at uh, seven, uh, 1.73%. Uh, some people seem freaked out by that. We're not in that group. Uh, we remember pretty well. the. I remember pretty well the dot-com melt-up, 95 to 2000, uh, where NASDAQ rose 575% over five years. Uh, 150% average per year gains in NASDAQ. 
During that whole run, the average 10-year yield was 4.5%. Matter of fact, in the last year of the move higher, the 10-year average 6% yield. So again, at a 1.7% yield, you'll have to forgive us if we're not getting all stressed out about this level because 1.7% is chump change. It just is, especially compared to overseas. If you're, a, if, you, if you're an institution, a major player in the bond, in bond market, and you, you buy sovereign debt, what would you rather buy? Would you buy the uh, 10-year U.S. Uh, note at 1.7% or would you rather buy Germany with minus 0.3% yields, negative yields in Germany, the biggest, most important country in Europe? Or would you rather buy negative yielding debt in Japan, uh, trading negative by about, I believe, 0.15% on the same kind of uh, 10-year paper? Obviously, the answer there is you'd want to buy U.S. debt for the higher yields and for the safety and security along with the, uh, the, the currency play there. So um, something else that, uh, that Tyler brought to my attention that I, I had not heard this. Apparently, uh, the Biden administration now is floating the tax, cut, uh, the tax increases will actually impact those making $200,000 and more a year, not the 400000 they had mentioned before. That's a big difference. And that just coincidentally happens to be when the markets begin falling today. That, that, is, that would not be a good sign for anybody in the U.S. economy if all of Trump's tax cuts are going to be reversed by Biden or at least, at least attempted to be reversed. I can't imagine that that would go over very well with like a Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, where all of his people, a vast majority of the people in the state, the blue-collar workers would fall under that uh, 200000 or less limit. Uh, or with Kirsten Sinema, Arizona senator, also a Democrat, can't imagine, and they tend to be a little more mainstream than, uh, than, a, than a Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. By the way, today Biden did it again, and just another depressing and dark press conference, not press conference, he didn't take questions, another depressing and dark, whatever you want to call it, address, uh, where he was it's just very depressing talking about the state of the country, what we have to do to, uh, to get over this uh, pandemic, etc. It's really the same speech over and over again. But once again, he called Vice President Harris, he referred to her as President Harris. He's done this now multiple occasions. What is going on with this guy? What's going on, period? Uh, on, the, on the plus side today, uh, we did see the uh, BKX, the bank index today, hit an all-time high, as did the Dow Jones Transports hitting all-time high. Again, markets at all-time highs want to do one thing more than anything else, and that's keep going higher. So uh, we think this is likely to be a short-term situation. Uh, but again, don't like, like, don't like seeing tech act the way they did today, uh, if I'm being honest with you. Let's look at the internals today. Uh, not much good news here either, although not, not negative across the board. We did have uh, negative volume, uh, about 2.5 to 1 negative in YSE, about almost 4 to 1 negative on, uh, on NASDAQ. NASDAQ also was better than 3 to 1 negative on volume, uh, about 3.5 to 1 negative an advanced decline for NYSE. However, the good news is from our new 52-week highs to lows, we had 611 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 108 hitting new 52-week lows. And you got to go back. We've only had one day this year, one day, where the internals, everything I just covered, were negative across the board. Only one day this year. Again, another sign of some really great strength underneath the hood there. In our sector watch today, we had, uh, of our 11 SP500 sectors, we had 10 finished lower. 
You can probably guess what was up on the day. Financials up a half a percent. To the downside, energy down a big 4.6% today. Oil got smashed today pretty good. Uh, to cover that in just a moment, tech today, again, leading lower, down 2.8%. And consumer discretionary down 2.6% as well. Um, uh, commodity watch, uh, gold today up $7 an ounce at $17.34. Silver today up $0.03 cents an ounce at $26.09. Copper down $0.05 cents an ounce at $4.06 a pound. Again, oil down $5.40 a barrel. It's a big 8% drop today at $59.22. But you got to remember, there are a lot of reasons for this, some of them technical. But if you just think over the last four months, oil has gained 80% in just the last four months. It's been on just a hell of a run. And then today the IEA came out and said that uh, uh, demand's not going to get back to where it was pre-coronavirus for a couple more years. That he has some issues with the a possible OPEC uh, 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 supply cuts, uh, whether or not they're going to stay in place. So uh, we actually like oil a lot. We have for a long time. Uh, we will be buyers of this pullback that I can tell you. Finally for the day, Bitcoin, uh, kind of a quiet day, down 395 right now, trading at 57432 Our target for this year remains minimum $100,000 of Bitcoin. Folks, hope you had a great day. As always, we appreciate you listening to us. Appreciate your feedback. You can always join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.